Yeah, TMZ, the double stuffed Oreos, they're in the cabinet. I literally stocked those just for you. What I want to talk about here real quick, this is an impromptu solo pod simply because Bun uh, did something absolutely devastating. There was a fantastic UFC pod that was recorded. And, I mean, I, I was literally on in the couch just absorbing the couch cushion because it was so funny. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. But Bun um, got... Got a little too ticked. I mean, ticked to the highest of uh, tickled degrees and um, deleted the first half of what was probably one of the best podcasts that I've uh, ever listened to live. Uh, maybe ever. But this particular podcast, oh, what, what, I, what I want to talk about very, very good. quick is just some of the highest movers uh, relative to Best Ball Mania over the course of the last three days. I'm recording this on Thursday May 5th, which is the third day of, no, fourth day now of Best Ball Mania. The highest movers, the highest movers over the last day, so from 5-4 to 5-5, five, five, may the fourth be with you to Cinco de Mayo, Tyler Algier, or whatever, however you say his last name, he's up 14 spots, Christian Watson up 14 spots, James Cook up 14 spots, Damian Pierce up 14 spots, and then we have Alan Lazard, and then we have Sky Moore. Sky Moore up 12 spots. So four of the five highest movers over the last day that are still seeing extreme movement to the upside are are rookies. Absolutely no surprise there. But one thing that is standing out to me uh, a bit when I'm still looking at the, the collective highest movers over the course of just really the last day. And every single one of these guys has been gradually increasing. I won't say gradually. I mean, there have been significant jumps because ADP is still settling in. But you have Alan Lazard, who is in total up 67 spots since Best Ball Mania launch. Then you have Bob Tunyon, who's up 37 spots. He's going in round 14. Alan Lazard going in round 11. Christian Watson going in round 10, up 102 spots, assuming um, which he didn't. He wasn't being drafted uh, when, uh, or he didn't have an ADP when Best Ball Mania first launched. That is three of the top eight players over the course of the last day. Biggest movers to the upside. So long story longer, just backed by the numbers, the Green Bay situation is that was that was my favorite situation to double back to if I missed on a stack early to be able to get to be uh, to then get Aaron Rodgers, who's actually falling as all these wide receivers, wide receivers and tight ends for Green Bay are rising. Aaron Rodgers has has been falling, and you can comfortably get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, really within the eighth round. So if you miss on quarterback early, you can grab Aaron Rodgers in the eighth, and then you have this entire situation to be able to to target, to be able to have as a secondary plan in your back pocket, which is really, really nice because you can grab A-Rod, and then you're grabbing Christian Watson now, now in the 10th, you, you can grab uh, Lazard in the 11th, and you can grab Bob Tunyon in the 14th. How, how much longer will this uh, will you be able to get this with ease? I'm not 100% sure. I think that the market, market overall is very much on Bob Tunyon. People are reaching. I'm, I've, I've even seen him go in the late 11th round, 12, 12th round. I'm going to guess and say that Bob Tunyon is going to land in the in the twelfth round, I I don't think that you're going to see Alan Lazard 
as of immediately get from the 11th round to the 9th round. I think that you could eventually see a gradual rise there. And then Christian Watson... Quite frankly, who knows, just because right now the market is just really, really pricing up these wide receivers. But based off that post that I had on the blog earlier this year, one thing that you need to have in the back of your mind, specifically with these rookie wide receivers, is over the course of draft season, you'll see a lot of the rookie wide receivers rise. They have as much potential movement to the downside throughout draft season as they do to the upside right now. There were there were multiple uh, rookie wide receivers that fell. I mean, Kadarius Toney was the prime example last year. Negative market sentiment uh, started to to carry him, not down two rounds, but down nearly three rounds. So he was going in like round 13, and then he fell, fell to like round 16. So it's just one thing to think about as you're buying these rookie wide receivers. Rookie wide receivers aren't going to have a sturdy ADP and they are at risk uh, to equal moves to the downside. Like Christian Watson, I don't think that that's going to be the case just because he landed in the situation that he did. But this is just more so overall have that in the back of your head as you're drafting a lot of these rookie wide receivers um, early. Shifting rookie running backs, rookie running backs within, within that post, you, you didn't see as much uh, movement to the downside. There was actually a, a, a gradual rise throughout drafting season for the, for the rookie running backs that landed in situations that spotlighted that in all likeliness they were going to be the starter out of the gate. That even was the case last year for for Najee Harris, who Najee Harris uh, was was going in the second round. But as um, the season approached, he uh, really approached or, or really neared that early second early second round so almost like that that one two turn shifting topics here i'm just hitting on a bunch of random things just to be able to fill some of the time uh, for us to be able to make up for bun's issue deleting that ufc pod is looking at the wide receiver ones and where they're currently wide receiver ones on each team and where they're being drafted in in the draft right now and where I think within constructions that creates the best opportunity to be able to build around a section or a uh, a tier of these wide receivers to be able to target how that really uh dictates or dictated my builds throughout the first 3 days cuz I'm starting starting to simmer on the volume uh at which I'm drafting until we get some puppies once we get some puppies I'll I'll start to go full steam here looking at so Darnell Mooney wide, uh, wide receiver one for Chicago Brandon Cooks wide receiver one for the Houston Texans Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver one for Kansas City. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver one now for the Baltimore Ravens. And Juju, I mean, debatable if he's going to be the wide receiver one for Kansas City. I mean, maybe it's going to be Sky Moore. We just, we really don't know. All of those guys. So Darnell Mooney is going as wide receiver. He's the 22nd first wide receiver on a team being drafted. Brandon Cooks, the 23rd. Juju Smith-Schuster, the 24th. Rashad Bateman, the 2025th. All those guys right now are are going in the sixth round. And then you get to, and, and then right behind them, you have the rookie uh, wide receivers, Drake London and Trey Burks, who are, who are going in the seventh. Every single one of those wide receivers, I like being able to draft, say, running backs or, or really more so 
making a point to be able to get that anchor at tight end early and then draft running uh draft some of your anchor or what could be a modified anchor running back say with it within the th- within the third round or so and then planning to be able to go wide receiver wide receiver in the six the sixth seventh round because all those wide receivers that that I just named Darno Darno Mooney Brandon Cooks Juju Smith Schuster Rashad Bateman Drake London Traylon Burks I do expect that all their ADPs are going going to rise and you're probably not going to be able to get them uh, all of them consistently within this this particular uh, this particular price range but and I say that because last year when underdog launched their first their first puppy there there ended up being a massive shift in the in the ADP and the massive shift was aggregate specific to the wide receiver position that's when demand just i mean just went out the roof within the drafting marketplace for and everyone was just trying to grab wide receivers as fast as they could and Overall, positionally, that really rose uh, the price and the ADPs of all wide receivers for the first seven rounds in total. I expect that that same thing is going to happen when they launch their their next puppy because you're going to have a lot more people uh, ju- jumping in and, and just really wanting to to target the wide receivers because overall, collect collectively, I mean, fa- fantasy Twitter within within the best ball best ball industry. Wide receivers, wide receivers are the are the diamonds. That's where people are going to lead their constructions, wanting to get those diamonds, those wide receivers. I do think right now that all like I named a lot of those uh, those are all wide receiver ones that are being uh, respected teams that are being drafted in the sixth seventh round. I do think that they'll all probably slightly rise based off that based off the the poppy effect. Then you also have the the wide receiver twos uh, in. Cordero or not Cordero Patterson, uh, excuse me, uh, Cortland Sutton and Allen Robinson, two guys that I 100% expect to go on that five, six turn. And I'll just leave a, uh, one more, a couple more nuggets here. My favorite, I mean, I do believe uh, based off the bag that he just received, I mean, 80, like $85 million. I'm not sure the, the exact same number of the contract. I'm not a contract guy, but I know that he received a shit ton of money. I do expect him to be the wide receiver one on the team based off following the money. Christian Kirk, Jacksonville Jaguars, you can get him in the in the ninth, tenth round right now. Just a really nice fallback uh, for for a cheap stack to be able to grab him, and then uh, which he is the 29th wide receiver one being drafted right now. The only th- the only three uh, wide receivers b- behind him: Kadarius Tony, New York Giants, Christian Watson, Green Bay Packers, Jacoby Myers, New England Patriots. Follow the bag. You can get him in the ninth, tenth round. And then you can come back and grab Trevor Lawrence in the tenth, comfortably. Uh, more so the eleventh. The eleventh is is his ADP, and then sometimes you can get, even get him to slip in the twelfth, even later, because quarterbacks overall they tend uh, not to have nearly as sticky ADPs for the late for the later quarterbacks. And then you just collect the Marvin Jones uh, in the in the in the sixteenth sixteenth round, and and Evan Ingram just the other night. I, I somehow Evan Ingram fell to the eighteenth round, and you can even get Zay Jones if you want to add in Zay Jones. So Christian Kirk, I love 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 buying Christian Kirk right now. Shifting real quick to running backs 
S- same same type of chart that I'm looking at. Where are the RB1s, so the first running back being drafted based off of ADP for a team, wh- where are they going, right? I look at some, I look at, some of these ADPs and some of what will be extremely desirable situations, uh, offensive situations to target in the 2022 best ball season, that being the Buffalo Bills and that being the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to tell you what, Devin Singletary, I'm not, I've, I've spoken slander on Devin Singletary before, and I understand the, the James Cook hype wanting, wanting to uh, get on board. I'll have, I'll have shares, but I do think that Devin Singletary actually has an outcome here where he's still going to be the the early down back. And he had a strong finish last year, and his ADP continues to fall. Devin Singletary, Buffalo Bills, one of the most expensive stacks uh, uh, to be able to, 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 to target in all of best ball with Stephon Diggs really going in the second round, and same thing uh, with uh, Josh Allen in the second. To be able to get that stack, you got to take Stephon Diggs in the first, and then Josh Allen in the step in, in the second. One of the most expensive stacks to target as a team, and the first running back for that team is the twenty eighth RB one being drafted right now in best ball. You can get Devin Singletary in the eighth in the eighth round, and he's he's approaching the ninth. The other the other night, and uh, Bun just confirmed in the draft that he just did. You can get him in the tenth round. I got him in the tenth tenth round last night on my, on my thirtieth best ball mania draft. That's a great guy to be able to target as a zero RB option in a great situation. Number twenty nine running back, Miles Sanders. The Philadelphia Eagles offensive situation, uh, based off. ADP and the price is only going to, uh, to, is only going to, uh, to continue to increase as the season progresses. Everyone's going to want a piece of Jalen Hurts now that AJ Brown is there. I mean, the other pieces that they have within that offense: Devonta Smith, Dallas uh, Goddard. It's going to be an offensive situation that people are going to want. It's one of my favorite offensive situations to target. And the fact that you can get, he is the the RB1 on that team. He will be the guy that's in the backfield on early downs. I want touchdown equity in best ball drafts. I want touchdown equity when it comes to running backs who are going to be on top tier offenses that are going to be able to move the ball down the field. Devin Singletary, RB28. Miles Sanders, RB29 of all RB1s on teams being drafted. You can get them both in that same range. This will not last. Their their prices will uh, start to rise as the season nears. The UFC guys, I'll tell you what, man. They're troopers. They're troopers. J-Mo left. He, he, he went home, and we called him, said that Bun made that horrible mistake, and... He calmly said, I'm coming back. And you know what? He's in the room right now. That's a, just a quick solo pod. Data bites. They're going to crush it. Unleashed fucking crushes. Go, it's baby. coming. We're ready.